With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Call it collective speculation. Are the commanders ready to hire a new head coach? They're the last team with a vacancy. Have that for you coming up. Former Cowboys head coach, now on loan from Football Night in America, Jason Garrett will stop by as well. More phone calls. Got a lot of poll questions today. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. If you're looking for some gifts, 50% off all T-shirts in the store at danpatrick.com. It's our garage sale. And uh, also, you can pick up some tailgate moonshine just in time for Valentine's Day. 877-3DP-SHOW, operator Tyler standing by to welcome you to the program and uh, Seton O'Connor, also good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Seton, recap our poll questions from hour one, and then we'll get to the collective speculation on the commanders. Yeah, we put up there, which is a bigger move for the 49ers, signing Brock Purdy, uh, excuse me, drafting Brock Purdy, or uh, trading for Christian McCaffrey? Hmm. Uh, right now it's closer than anything. It's about 55-45 McCaffrey. Hmm. Yeah, I'd have to know all the inner workings of that contract and what Carolina picked up and how they were able to stretch this out with signing bonus and how if it you know, how it benefited them under the salary cap. Like Brock Purdy's obvious because Mr. Irrelevant and what he's getting paid and you don't have to extend him anytime soon. You can wait two years if you want. What else do you have, Seaton? Uh let's see. We're gonna go with um Sorry, hold on a second. My computer's giving me trouble. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, we're going to put up there, if your boss says that your company, uh, you will only go as far as you take them. <laughs> Is that a compliment? Absolutely or absolutely not? Well, Jerry Jones had this to say about Dak Prescott. That's why I brought it up. That I think he thinks or meant it as a compliment, but it's not because... Dak did take you as far as you went, and that is you didn't get to the conference title game. What else do you have, Seaton? Is your, uh, is your... Uh, how about we go with this is February Great Sports Month? Uh, <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> no, it's no, it's not good. There's a lot of sports. Yeah, but it it's weird because there's a lot of basketball. Yeah, but it's not meaningful basketball, right? You have the All Star Game, you have the Super Bowl, you have the Pro Bowl. But, the Pro Bowl festivities. Yes, 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 yes. But uh, no. Tug of war. I mean, I, I like August better than I do February. 
And you have the biggest sporting event in February, but I still like August better. Yes, Todd? As weak of a sports month as February is, just think back, not too long ago, all the Super Bowls were played in late January. It's only in recent years that it's spilled into February. So at least you have the so you didn't even have the Super Bowl in February before. <laughs> Put that in your pipe. And smoke it. Yeah. I like that they did that. I'm glad they extended the season. I, I pop another two weeks on for me. Well, they're going to. They're yep. going. They're going to put another game in there. Super. Yeah, and then they'll have to put in another bye week, and then maybe we have that day off that's built in with President's Day on that Monday. All right, what else do you have, Seat? Uh, if you could go to either Super Bowl week in Las Vegas and leave Sunday morning, or go to the game. This is a fun one we do this time of year. Yeah, this is a, a classic, but this is a little different because so you can either go spend a week in Vegas leading up to the Super Bowl, all the hoopla and events and parties and so on and so forth, but you have to leave Sunday morning or you can fly in Sunday morning and just attend the game and go home. You get a ticket. Mm. And this is a, you know, a little different of a town for Super Bowl, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no other town. Like no offense. This. No. Um. Yeah, you know, it's people get caught up in wanting to go to the parties, and you're like, uh, you sure you want to go to the commissioner's party? It sounds like it'd be fun. No, it's not. It's not. Good food, but, you know, you get to see a bunch of executives. You're like, hey, wow. Hey, did you see the commissioner? Yeah, I did. I remember my wife wanted to go years ago. She goes, can we go to the commissioner's party? I hear it's great. I go, it's not any fun. And then... We go there, and I said, what do you think? And she goes, no, it's, it's not any fun. I said, yeah. It's about getting in. It's a big deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, hey, did you get to go to the commissioner's party? I got a, uh, no. Yeah, I did. I got in. I scored a couple of uh, tickets. Uh, what else do we have, Seton O'Connor? Uh, for poll questions, that's about all so of them. That's it. Yeah, that's about as many as we got. Okay. All right. Well, you can uh, dial us up. You want to weigh in on the poll question. The collective speculation has to do with the commanders. Are they getting closer to hiring Dan Quinn? Now, this these aren't reports yet. These are just, this is collective speculation on those in the, uh, in the know, the NFL insiders here. But uh, you know, former Falcons head coach and the uh, Cowboys defensive coordinator, Although I don't know if that gave him any leverage here in the offseason considering how Dallas ended their season, and you're the defensive coordinator, and you allowed 48 points at home (laughs) with a quarterback making a first postseason start. That's not what you want to lead with there. Hey, you know, got that defense to the postseason. Oh, how'd you do? Well, aside from the Green Bay game, uh, you know, yeah, that's basically it, the Green Bay game. Yeah, Paul. There might be a bigger topic here. Um, Dan Quinn, checking my notes, the, the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, he's a hat backwards guy. He does the pencil over the ear, mm. headset hat backwards. You can't be a head coach in the NFL and have your hat backwards. And before you throw Matt Patricia in my face, that actually proves my point. Mm. You can't be – it's like um, you got to dress the part a little bit. I don't think you can go hat backwards and be an NFL head coach. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan, I think, it's- used to. This is very Colin Cowherd-ish of you, Paul. He's a big anti-hat backward Correct. guy, isn't he? Mm. The, the herd. Brock Purdy's not elite because he wears a hat backward. Yes, this goes back to the herd critiquing uh, Ken Griffey Jr. years ago for the hat backwards. But but Tony Romo was a hat backwards guy with the Cowboys. He would never be great. There's some validity to it, but uh, <laughs> you can't wear your hat backwards if you're an NFL head coach. Okay, Carson Wentz, he was terrible. You know why? 
Hat backwards. Wore his hat back. Mo- yeah. That's most of it. Mm. Not, and the injuries and you know. other things, ancillary things, but hat backwards. Not a the coordinator, you could do it because you're not in front of the media. Joe Walton, the former Jets head coach. I think he might have been a uh, hat backwards at times. How'd that work out? Mm, probably not that well. By the way, speaking of the Jets, man, there's a lot of drama behind the scenes. What was it, uh, Diana Rossini in uh, The Athletic, talking about all the things going on behind the scenes with you know, Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson, the owner, the coach. What a mess. At one point, Robert Sala, according to the article, was concerned about the leaks in the organization. And I guess he got all of his assistant coaches in a room, and he said, give me your phones. I want to check and see who's the leak. That's what you're worried about? Also, you know, my problem with the Jets, my biggest problem with the Jets, and and I use other teams as a comparison. When, you know, the Cleveland Browns lost their quarterback, they still played good football. They made it to the playoffs. Like, I want to see what you do. You lost Aaron Rodgers. I got it. You still had a really good roster. At least we were told you had a really good roster. Then all of a sudden, Aaron's not in there. And it's like, well, the offensive line's not good. Or, you know, they, they, they don't have a passing attack. But the Cleveland Browns were able to salvage this. Uh, who's the other team? Lost their quarterback, but they still... Uh, the Vikings lost Kirk Cousins. Still played well. That's where my biggest problem with the Jets is that Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator, and when he was asked to be the offensive coordinator when Aaron Rodgers wasn't in there, failed miserably. They should have at least gotten some kind of quality play from the quarterback, and then you sprinkle in a really good defense, you got a really good running back, you got a couple of good receivers, one elite receiver. Shouldn't that be enough to compete? And they didn't. But Nathaniel Hackett is back next year because Aaron Rodgers is back. Aaron Rodgers, his fingerprints on the organization were terrible. The people he brought in, you know, big disappointment there. But the Robert Sala, according to the report, wanted to do research on, you know, marquee coaches who lost a quarterback during the season and what were their records. Because he wanted to say to ownership, hey, you know, this happened to Mike Tomlin or this happened to Bill Belichick and look what, what their record is, you know, trying to save his. So he had a job that he's trying to save during the season instead of doing his job during the season to save his job. But what a mess. What a, and then I guess now this according to the, uh, the article that the Jets were upset that the Giants did, didn't get as much criticism as the <laughs> Jets did. This is this high school stuff. Yeah, Paulie. 2022, the Jets had the 29th ranked offense in the league. 2023, they had the 29th ranked offense in the league. Yeah. Wilson was a quarterback both years. That's nothing really changed except for you plug in a higher end quarterback with expectations. The, the defense, though, did go from the fourth ranked offense in the league in 2022 to 12th ranked, which is still respectable. And it kept them, it kept them in a lot of games. You saw there was a stat this year that, uh, some of the top quarterbacks in the league had their worst game of the year against the Jets. Yes, but that should have been enough, just like the Cleveland Browns or the Vikings, to keep you competitive. 
And that did. That's why what Kevin Stefanski did with the Browns when they lost to Sean Watson, and took them a while, and then they got Joe Flacco. But everything else, sort of, they lost. Uh, who's my uh, uh, Chubb? They lost Chubb as well, and still were a playoff team, play playoff caliber team. You know, so uh, that's where the Jets failed miserably. And I have to point my fingers at the offensive coordinator plus Zach Wilson according to the article, thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to be his big brother, that he would be able to help him. And then, according to the article, Aaron ghosted him. Yeah, it was like he went, he was getting his surgery and then ghosted Zach Wilson. And I think Zach Wilson thought, oh, I got Aaron. I'll use him as a sounding board to get through this. And, and you know, they also point out that it was true. Zach Wilson did not want to play anymore for the Jets because he didn't want to get hurt and then hurt his opportunity to play for somebody else. So that was reemphasized. They had over 30 sources on, on these stories. Yes, Eden. If you were going to ask yourself who is in a better spot right now, uh, we just had this one sent in, Zach uh, Wilson or Mac Jones? I would say Mac Jones still has a chance to start for the Patriots. If they decide that they're not going to use that third pick on a quarterback. I mean, Zach Wilson, who's going to hire Zach Wilson? And even as a backup quarterback, do I want him as a backup quarterback? I don't want a backup quarterback who thinks he should still be starting and is, is a young guy. Yeah, Paul. Mac Jones, you feel like you saw him play some pretty good football at a couple points in his career. Zach Wilson, it was like he would have one good pass <laughs> a quarter. Yeah. It, it felt you were just waiting for any type of consistency in any game. I mean, he would have one drive and then, you know, eight bad drives. Yeah, he had a couple of games, though. I just thought they should have been fair to him. Let him play, you know, just let's see what he has. And even if you know what he has, he's better than Tim Boyle. He's better than Trevor Simeon. Like, you know, what are you doing? Put him out there, let him play. Stop, you know, hey, we're going to put you in, now we're going to take you out. Put you in, take you. No. And what a dysfunctional organization. Yes. What about personality of Zach and Mac? Kind of similar to a Caleb where they've been known to whine and throw fits and complain. Even if they're in not such great situations, they have reason for some frustration. It does seem like that they kind of have maybe some personality flaws with how they handle pressure. Um, I don't know if it's pressure. I mean, it might be. Mac, uh, Mac Jones reportedly was annoying in practice with Belichick. He kept saying, why? You know, why? Like, but he was trying to understand... Zach Wilson came in, and I think everybody, he looked the part of a quarterback. Like that, I think that's the problem with a lot of people looking at that in the draft. And I, I said, well, did you watch him play? I think the toughest game was Coastal Carolina, and he didn't look good. But he rolled left, threw back right 50 yards at his pro day, and next thing you know, oh, my God, did you see that? He did, he did the Mahomes thing. You roll left, throw back right, uh -huh. 60 yards. Oh, my God, he can play. I'm like, okay. Can you throw a seven-yard out pattern? You know, can you throw a, hit, a hook pattern? Yeah, he didn't have a great, I mean, I don't know. It's once again, you're going, all right, did, did you watch him play? I'm, I'm sure you watched him play. Are you convinced that that's enough of a sample size? We're taking quarterbacks now based off one year. Now, Trey Lance, it's one year. I think Dwayne Haskins, uh, rest in peace, based off one year. 
Zach Wilson off one year. And that, to me, is where I, I need a little bit more of a sample size. I need to see the highest of highs and lowest of lows. And are you playing against quality competition? And, and if you did, then how did you fare? I, I just think those things are so important that I need more than 12 games. Mitchell Trubisky had one season. Bears went all in on him. And that would worry me. Like Drake May, I've got, I've got a career there. Caleb Williams, I have a couple of seasons there. Uh, you know, Jaden Daniels played at Arizona State, so I'm going to look at Arizona State, and then I'm going to look at LSU. And, you know, see what, what the flaws are. Did you improve on anything? Uh, and I think that's, that's going to be important with these teams who are going to be taking these quarterbacks. What give me your give me what your sample size here is of you know good football quality football yes Marv think about how many more mistakes GMs would have made if uh, quarterbacks can come out after one year Christian Hackenberg and all oh, these yeah. guys yeah. like hey he'd be the number one pick in the draft right now yeah yeah Paul I, I know it's very early in the pre-draft season but <laughs> at the Senior Bowl. Michael Penix Jr. hand size ten and a half inches. Okay, yeah, that, right. is, that is a statement measurement. First Those round are pick. rainproof, right there. Yeah. Oh, right there. He can play in Canada with those hands. Those Tried balls. and true. Oh, I draft his hands. Wouldn't it be great if somebody says, "Hey, uh, why'd you draft him?" Oh, he's got big hands. Big hands. Yeah, he's got big hands. Brock Purdy, small hands, by the way. Had a hard time, you know, holding on to the football in the rain. Michael Penix walk around no gloves on all through winter, <laughs> showing them off at the Senior Bowl. Check these babies out. Yeah, Look at my hands. Hey, can I see your tape? Nah, you don't want to see that. Look at my hands. There. Let me hand you my tape. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Hello. Let's go to break. Oh, so, <laughs> sorry, Marvin. Wasn't pointed at you, Marvin. <laughs> you just have to be here for it. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we'll talk to uh, Jason Garrett on loan from Football Night in America. We'll get to more phone calls as well. It's 18 after the hour. Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. MDC Sports surrounds the Super Bowl week with comprehensive coverage from Vegas, Certainly our show is there. Pro Football Talk with Mike Florio, Chris Sims, Michael Smith, and Michael Holly on Brother from Another, Matthew Berry's Fantasy Football Happy Hour as well, all originating from Vegas throughout the week. Yes, Paul? Guess what I just heard? You know the lovely and talented Kelly Rippa? Yeah. What, what's, is it live with Kelly and Mark, Mark and Kelly? Yeah, with they're, her husband. They're doing their show at the same place we are. Oh, well, maybe same. they'd like to have me on. I, I would. Look, oh. I'm sure they would. Maybe we could have uh, Kelly on our show. That'd be fantastic for everybody. All right. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. All right. Thank you, Jason Garrett, Football Night in America studio analyst and uh, three-time Super Bowl champ with the Cowboys, head coach with the Cowboys. Back on the program. Good to have you. Um, when you were head coaching the Cowboys, and an assistant would be asked by another team to interview, how does that process work as the head coach with one of your assistant coaches? You know, I think you have to try to facilitate it as best you can. Uh, I don't think the system is a great system because there's no doubt there's some distraction that's going to come with it, Uh, particularly, you know, these guys are usually coming from playoff teams. So you're playing these playoff games and guys are getting ready to do an interview. But you carve out some time. You know, I thought the guys 
you know, and Detroit seemed to do a good job with it. You know, hey, you got three hours on Saturday, you got a couple hours on Friday, that kind of thing. But, you know, the tricky part about it is you have to prepare for the interviews. And uh, you can't just go in there cold. You're not going to get the job. So you have to allocate some time in an already packed week. Mm. When you're a coach, I mean, every minute is occupied from, from you know, the, the the start on Monday morning till getting ready to go uh, on the field on Sunday. So uh, to carve out that time can be a little tricky. What still bothers you about the Lions' loss? Well, they had it. You know, they played so well. You're up 24-7 with 30 minutes to go. You think that, hey, you know, we should be able to, we should be able to seal this deal. Um, you know, there were a couple moments there, a lot of conversation about Dan Campbell going for it on fourth down uh, in two occasions in the second half. Um, a big part of their success all year long has been his belief and his aggressiveness in his players, and they've responded well. We'll never be able to measure the residual impact of that and how that helped them get there. Having said that, you know, with seven to go in the third quarter and you're up 24-10 and you have the opportunity to make it a three-score game, that's the one that I'm like, huh, you know, three scores is hard. Psychologically, two scores, you say, okay, we get a stop, it's 24-10, now we go drive, we're back in it. And that's exactly what happened. You make it you make it 17 points and three scores, all of a sudden they're saying, hey, we got to score fast, we got to stop them. And if they score again, there's all these mental gymnastics that you play. So for me, that was an opportunity, even though aggressiveness has been good for them, that was an opportunity to kick go up by three scores, and then the one at the end, it's hard for me not to try to go for the tie. But when all that stuff starts to unravel, you know, sometimes those decisions you make as a coach can help your team. Now, if they go the right way and they make those fourth downs, you know, they get the result that they want. But you can't lose sight of the fact that they didn't play great defense in the second half of the game. San Francisco went up and down the field, and I think that was the difference as well. This may sound obvious, your answer, but I'll still pose it. If you're the Niners, are you more concerned about Patrick Mahomes or Kansas City's defense? Well, ultimately, you're more concerned about Patrick Mahomes because what he's done in big moments and big games is really unprecedented in my view. He always seems to make the play. Uh, to get him to the games and then to win those games. So ultimately, I think it will come down to him. But your point's well made. Your question's a great one. They, they played so well on defense. And you think, God, that Steve Spagnuolo's done with a lot of young guys on that defense, really good on all three levels. But, you know, you and I have talked about this before about Kansas City. I've been so impressed with, with how they've gotten to this point. You know, they, they flopped around a lot this year. And, you know, they were looking for their identity, and, and I, I had a chance to do that playoff game a few weeks ago, the real cold one against Miami. And, you know, they just had a look in their eye. The head coach did, the quarterback did, you know, the different guys we spoke to. And it just seemed to me a great example of a team saying, okay, who can we trust? Who can we trust on offense? We can trust 15, <laughs> we can trust 10, we can trust 87, we can trust four. And everybody else, if they get a if they get a, a chance to touch the ball, that's fine. 
And, and it's amazing how when you do that, those other guys start to respond. And uh, to me, it's been a master class in coaching by Andy Reid to win the way they've won the last three weeks, the last couple on the road. And, 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 and to your point, the defense has a lot to do with it too. But I love how they've embraced their identity on offense. It's been fantastic. We're talking to Jason Garrett, Football Night in America analyst. This whole game manager thing has taken over with Brock Purdy. And I look, I might be somebody who led the charge on this years ago. I called Alex Smith a game manager, but I didn't mean it as a negative. I mean, you were there with Troy Aikman. Was Troy a, a game manager? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, that's what quarterbacks are supposed to do. You're supposed to be great decision makers, throw the ball to the right guy, and make the kind of decisions that help you win games. And if that's a game manager, great. It used to be game manager and gunslinger. <laughs> yeah. Troy Aikman is managing games, and Brett Favre's a gunslinger, <laughs> right? You know, and, and, and when it goes sideways at the end of a game because a gunslinger is trying to stick a ball in there and it gets tipped up in the air – you know, uh, he was aggressive. He was ripping it in there, you know. I, I'd rather try to win the games, and, and that's what Troy was able to do for us. I absolutely love Brock Purdy. And 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 the, and the story of, hey, he's the last pick in the draft, that's fascinating. I love all that. But this guy has played so well for such a young guy to, to walk in. I get it's a good environment. I get they have a good team. Kyle does a fantastic job. I understand all that. Look at the record of the backup quarterbacks in San Francisco, not named Jimmy Garoppolo the last few years. Ain't real good. So a, a, a lot of guys can't simply just go in there and play. This guy's played at a high level. Sometimes people have an agenda when they evaluate, and that always gets them in trouble. Just watch what he's done. Look at the production. He's been really impressive, and he made the, he made the big plays in the game the other day with his feet to allow them to win that ball game. Yeah, I know that's what I think is lost on people that he he does he doesn't have to do a lot of crazy things or be a gunslinger or uh you know take a risk because of the talent around him and when he does you know when he's forced into making a play he did make three plays with his with his legs and and he looked quick when he was making those plays. So I I don't know what role that plays in the Super Bowl there but it feels like and I, I remember saying this to a couple of analysts. He might not get credit unless he wins two Super Bowls. Like, he wins one, they'll go, yeah, but uh, hey, with that <laughs> team. You know, like Brad Johnson or Trent Dilfer, well, with that team. If he wins a second one, then they'll go, all right, I think he's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, and I think that's an unfair standard. I really do. And if you really watch how he plays – if you think about what the game manager would be described as, it would be one, two, three, throw it. One, two, three, throw it. One, two, three, four, five, throw it. The guy's always open. All you're doing is making these decisions. Watch the plays that he makes. Watch the touchdown he throws to Ayuk, where he drops back, slides this way, slides again, and sticks the ball in the hole bet between the two defenders. Obviously, the plays that he made with his feet at the end of the game. So this guy makes these kind of sneaky plays, he doesn't wow you when he walks in the room. He looks like the paper boy. We get all that. You know, he's not 6'4", 220, you know, shot out of a cannon when he runs it and throws it. We understand that. But watch him play football. He plays at a high level. And he has, and he's young. This is year two. He's really impressive. Can you help me understand what Jerry Jones is saying about Dak Prescott? So 
He says, Dak has done nothing to change my mind about any promise for the future. I think I've said that we will go as far as Dak takes us in the playoffs. Remember that. We'll go as far as Dak takes us, and that's how far we went. We will go as far as Dak takes us. Okay. This is how far he took you. You didn't even get to a conference title game. So it it doesn't... He may mean it as a compliment, Jason. It doesn't sound like a compliment. Well, let's go back to your question about the Chiefs. Why are the Chiefs dangerous? They got an amazing quarterback, certainly the best of his generation, and they have a fantastic defense. Right? Why, why are the 49ers in the, in the big game? A lot of weapons on offense. Quarterback play is really good. They got a fantastic defense. So something I learned a long time ago playing for the Cowboys on those Super Bowl teams is teams win. Now, you have to have a great quarterback. Quarterback play is critical, but teams win. People forget that the teams in the 90s, we had the number one defense in football, right? We also had Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin, unbelievable offensive line, and go on and on and on. Teams win in the NFL. And, and so this idea that it's all on the quarterback to be able to take your team all the way, NFL's too good. You can't do it. John Elway's probably the best example for me. For years, he took the city of Denver and went like this and put him on his shoulders and took him to the playoffs and had these bad Super Bowl losses. When they got better around him, they played better defense, they got Terrell Davis, all of a sudden, you know, John Elway is John Elway. So, you know, the idea that you're going to put it all on the quarterback is unfair. Dak didn't play his best ball against Green Bay. We all know that. The defense didn't play their best ball either. So teams win when the Cowboys are able to win some of these critical games as a team, that's when they're going to get, that's where we're going to go uh, where Jerry Jones wants them to go. <laughs> Would you rather have Travis Kelsey or Rob Gronkowski? You always do this to me. Why do you always do this to me? <laughs> it was Belichick versus Brady. <laughs> I, I wait until the end of the interview to bring and this up. the question fast. That's yeah. great. <laughs> so, who would you rather have, Travis Kelsey or Rob Gronkowski? Uh, I'll take Travis Kelsey just by a hair. Both of them are, you know, they're all-time greats. They're top five tight ends ever to play. Both those guys. So, but tougher to defend if you were if you were running the defense here, defending Gronk or Kelsey. Uh, you know, for for me, I think it's more challenging to defend Kelsey j just because uh, he's a little bit more elusive. Uh, I think he's probably a better route runner, um, and so you know that matchup is hard. But it's the same problem. You put Gronk over there, his size, his ability to just go get a ball is is really unprecedented at the position. So, you know, they're both, both incredible players. Gun to my head, I'll take Kelsey. That's probably because he was 11 for 11 the other day <laughs> in my most recent memory. But uh, they're both incredible. Would you rather have Tom Brady or Troy Aikman? Wow, now you're killing me. Um, I, I, I think Troy Aikman is the most underrated quarterback in ball. I don't think people realize how great this guy was. And um, he's obviously a dear friend of mine. We had lockers next to each other for eight straight years. But I just think he's an amazing, amazing football player. He, uh, I've never seen a guy put a team first more than he did. If you think about that, you know, the, the temptation to make it all about me, yeah. 
make it, I'm the quarterback of the Cowboys, cash in, uh, make it about my stats, make it about, he made it about winning. And, and if you think about his post-game interviews, anybody who watched him do interviews for years would say, Troy Aikman going to broadcasting, are you kidding me? I mean, he's, the, he's, he's like boring. Well, he was boring on purpose. It was all intentional because he was leading the team and he was trying to limit the distractions. And so his leadership was rare. And then his ability to go out there and play at the highest level in the biggest moments was incredible. Um, now, Tom Brady comes along and you say Troy won three, Tom has won seven. You know, the, the facts tell you that, boy, we got to, you know, Brady's is the first face we chisel on Mount Rushmore. But uh, so, okay, gun to my head, I take Brady. But Troy Aikman could do anything that Tom Brady could do, in my opinion. He's one of the all-time greats. Yeah, and I think you're being fair to Troy when you say, you know, he had all these weapons. And I don't know, he was probably labeled a game manager, which maybe was a negative to people. But he did, he managed the game. He had Emmett. I mean, why wouldn't you share the wealth with everything that you had there instead of being one-dimensional, let's throw it 40 times? You guys led with Emmett, and then, you know, you needed a big play. You had Irv that, you know, would be there to get a first down. So I think to suppress your ego at that position with that team is even more challenging than what people realize. No, no doubt. No doubt. And it's a different time. It's, it's 25, 30 years ago now, and, and the world's crazy now with, with you know, everything so immediate and, and everything so, so much in your face just with how – the media is, but it was wild back then too. I mean, the, the, there was a lot of attention given to that team, and he, he led it so well. And 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 I agree with what you said. We always led with Emmett, but sometimes we led with Troy. You know, a typical Troy Aikman game was he's 15 for 19 at half for 180 yards and two touchdowns, and then he finishes 19 for 26. You know, because we throw it six times in the second half and we run it more. Yeah. So it wasn't always run, run, run you know, Troy fit in. Sometimes it would start with the pass, and then over the course of the game, we just wear him down by doing both. I like to make you sweat a little bit. You do a great job of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call you the best in the business. <laughs> and you thought coaching the Cowboys was difficult. Come yeah. on. Come on. Uh, hey, great to talk to you, and uh, thanks for joining us as always, Chase. Yeah, always enjoy it. You're fantastic. Have a great day. That's Jason Garrett, NBC Football Night in America studio analyst. Of course, Peacock will be on display at the Super Bowl. Our show, Pro Football Talk with Florio and Chris Sims, uh, Michael Smith and Michael Holly, brother from another, Matthew Berry's Fantasy Football Happy Hour, all of that coming from Vegas coming up next week. We'll take a break. Phone calls in the on-deck circle. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The truly brilliant all-electric EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz features some of the smartest tech ever to grace four wheels. With Dynamic Select, you can fine-tune hundreds of vehicle settings to precisely match your driving style. And available in off-road mode, transparent hood lets you see through the sheet metal to steer clear of bumps and potholes directly beneath you. How about that? A 360 array of cameras and sensors constantly alerting you for danger, while 64-color ambient lighting lets you fully customize the ambiance inside the spacious cabin. The EQE SUV is so smart, even the headlights are thinking. Optional digital light technology projects navigation markings and warnings on the road ahead as you drive. The vehicle's all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Test drive the EQE SUV. Learn more, mbusa.com slash EQE dash SUV. Yes, it's Mike McDonald coaching the Seattle Seahawks. Not to be confused with Mike McDaniel and Josh McDaniels. We're going to make those mistakes coming up next season. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We'll get to phone calls coming up here. Uh... <laughs> We well, also have Mike McCarthy, Sean McDermott. We got There's a lot of. Mm, got to put it all together. Sean McVay. Right. We got a Mick problem. Matt Lafleur. No, that doesn't factor in. No. No. Yeah. So it's Mick, McDaniel, McDaniel's. Right. McDonald. McCarthy. McCarthy. <laughs> McVay. There's a pattern here. You go into go into a, a meeting with an owner. You put the Mick in front of your name. Wait, I thought your last name was uh, Quinn. Yeah, it's McQuinn. Dan, Dan McQuinn. Raheem McMorris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason in Detroit. Hi, Jason. What's on your mind today? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Um, I was, I'll try to tackle you right away, just like you said. Uh, Marvin yesterday talked about uh, the Pistons. You know, he kind of stumbled upon them, kind of dominating the league for almost four years there. So... I'd say also the worst loss for us wasn't 87, it was 88 when we had, again, like we had the, the thing won, basically game six and we lost, and then went along to lose in game seven when Isaiah had his ankle hurt. But uh, anyway, my my question was, 
Everybody has their own GOAT now, so I want to nominate Isaiah as my GOAT because he beat Magic, Bird, and Michael all in their basically their primes and owns the NBA in a way, if you really look at it, like Marvin was kind of you know saying, besides a couple of little things here or there, we kind of almost ran the league for a little while there. All right. Well, thank you, Jason. Isaiah will be happy to know that you're his GOAT when it comes to uh, Detroit Piston basketball. Yeah, they got through everybody. Uh, eventually got through the Celtics and then trying to hold off the Bulls for as long as they could. Had the Lakers. Uh, they were a formidable team. You know, Hall of Fame coach, and man, did you have a deep roster. Uh, Kerry in Kansas City. Hi, Kerry. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Uh, first time, long time, 6'3", 220. Uh, I know February is typically a pretty terrible month for sports fans, but this year might be the exception. Not only are my Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but isn't this the month when the UConn alumni magazine profile on Marvin Prince comes out? <laughs> or do I have to get it wrong on that? Yes, it is, Kerry. Yes. I don't know when the magazine comes out that features Marvin as a uh, former Connecticut Husky. Yes, Marv? I was told in like two weeks the issue will be out. So they're going to wait until after the Super Bowl because they don't want to compete with the Super Bowl? Yeah, they were like, Marvin, go to Vegas, do okay. your thing, and then come back. All right. And then we'll release it. And then, oh, man, was Marvin so nervous that day. He was just, and then we're being asked questions about working with Marvin. And like, you know, did you did you see Marvin? You know, being a contributor, and what what are his strong traits here? I'm asking all these questions. I go, I don't know. He's just a good dude. Like, I don't think that's going to look good in print. I don't know. He's just a good dude. What does he do well? So, what do you love most about Marvin? Uh, <laughs> this is fun having him here. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, <laughs> it's 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 like when I ask Marvin what what was his marital advice for people, and he goes. I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> Marital advice that you want to pass on. Uh, I don't got anything. Yeah, Marv. And I'm okay with being a good dude. Like, oh, what does Marvin do well? He's a good dude. I could care less if, oh, Marvin's a good board op, so. Yeah. Marvin's a good dude. Yeah, you're a good well, we dude. can't say that, so. <laughs> you're a good dude. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I don't know about running the equipment yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're sticking with good dude yeah, on that. Yeah. Just, yes, Paul. I, I, I'm checking. On the Sorry, U- Mark. The Yukon Magazine story. Is it a feature story or a cover story? Do we know that yet? Because I look at past, the past covers. You know, Gino Ariema, they've got like world leaders on their cover. Some some woman there, former professor, cured a disease, and she made the cover. Rebecca Lobo's probably been on the cover. Absolutely. Yeah. I better, maybe an upper right-hand corner mention, Ooh. or you know how sometimes they do the... Uh, sure. The main article, and then, yeah. you know, also this. Yeah. The last cover was a, a dog. It was a, a, a husky. an actual husky dog. Yeah. Okay, all right. Not a person. All right. We will uh, let everybody know. We'll actually put the magazine on the website, and you'll be able to uh, read along. <laughs> Maybe we get an advanced copy in here. Marv. Uh, John on a yacht. John on a yacht is back. Hi, John. <laughs> Dan, how are you, sir? Where, where are we, John? We're in uh, St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands, as we speak. All righty. I love uh, the yeah. BVI. It's, uh, it's heaven on earth. I raised my boys there. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. So what do you have for me? Well, first off, I heard what Fritzy said when I hung up last time. I was not highfalutin at all. I was simply, you know, describing at the point where I was. I'm just the captain of the yacht. I don't own it. 
Uh, I get to enjoy it as much as I can. But yeah, Todd called you out it. there, John. Yeah, I was just jealous. And now you're in St. Thomas, another lovely destination. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one that asked him where he was, Todd. Now, he, he did say he was on a yacht. So uh, what's your question, John? Uh, the question is, with I think about 10 or 12 potential coaching vacancies next year, can you see Jeffrey Lurie going to the Super Bowl, hanging out with the owner, saying, you know what, a lot of these guys have interest in, let's just say, Bill. And I don't want to be stuck next year trying to figure out if i got to hire Jim Moore Jr. or some other guy. Can you see Lurie coming back from the Super Bowl saying, I'm not going to risk losing Belichick next year. I'm going to pull it now. I think that they back-channeled, and I think they were looking at maybe bringing in Bill to replace Nick Sirianni. For whatever reason, uh, they decided they were going to stay with him, even though you know, they got rid of coordinators after they lost coordinators going to the Super Bowl. I would have thought that they would have pulled the plug. Yes, 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 Eaton. I have an early what we learned. Oh. Even captains of mega yachts get colds. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't going to say to John on the yacht, yeah. why don't you blow your nose I'm before you St. come Thomas, on. I'm in St. Thomas, but... Uh, <laughs> but uh, or, 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 or... He's whoa, living that yacht life. Whoa, whoa no. Hey, now. Sure. <laughs> Let's go. What are you shipping? <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much more to get you can get unique stickers you can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes there's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with i was always a uh, battleship guy you know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 